welcome to the Impact Interviews. I'm Laura and I'm going to be your host for today's podcast and today I am delighted to welcome Leo Campbell from The Modern Baker. Hi Leo. Hi. 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 So um, I'm sure everyone's read in the show notes about The Modern Baker and we all know that you're aiming to create impact within the food sector. So can I just start by asking you what do you mean by impact and why do you think everybody should care? Well, I mean, I guess the definition of impact, and it's a word that's used a lot um, these days in particular, um, but it's, it's really it's about initiatives that, have, um, that, that, that deal with the macro challenges facing society. Um, uh, and therefore, you know, they have to have a, a big upside at societal and population level. And, um, you know, even in this era where terms are hijacked a lot, by all sorts of commercial and political interests. Actually, the word impact seems to be holding out and to continue to mean what it's meant to mean. Um, and that's a good job because, to be honest, um, there's an argument that society has never faced such existential threats um, equally because humanity is so incredibly inventive. Um, there are presumably solutions around for dealing with these, um, you know, impact mm -hmm. situations that uh, can be brought uh, brought to life, and that's what we're here to do. And so, um, in terms of why it's important to everybody, it's important to everybody because they are existential. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't need to repeat all the things that we know are out there about climate change, and um, uh, in particular, climate change, but. Um, our area, particular area, and the reason people should yeah. care is because our food system at the moment is, um, uh, is, is taking society apart at all levels and socioeconomic levels and uh, uh, crippling healthcare systems globally. Yeah. And, um, and that's the area that we are, uh, you know, we're tackling. And, and I guess the, the hurdle, the particular hurdle, the philosophical thing, the, 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 the biggest part of any impact like this uh, societal impact is what you could call it, it, it's challenging capitalism as we know it so yeah. what I would call it's kind of predatory capitalism that we've got used to versus what I would call citizen uh, capitalism um, and the irony is that the prize for not being predatory is probably massive you know um, yeah. and uh, yeah. and that's what's exciting about it Fantastic. So, um, so could you tell us a bit about the modern baker and Superloaf? I mean, we're, we're doing this through our lightning round. So I've got three key questions for you to start off with. So what is Superloaf and the modern baker? Okay, so we've been um, uh, uh, in the labs for the last six years. Um, I suppose uh, tackling what has now become known as ultra processed foods, UPFs, but wasn't really called that back then um, uh, in, in the sense that they are at the heart of what's wrong with our food system at the moment. Yeah. Um, they contain no nutrients and they contain other things as well that are detrimental to human health. And so we've been looking at how we can um, work with ultra-processed foods rather than against them to see if we can fix them from within. And what Superloaf is, is our first product whereby we have effectively an industrial loaf, as people know it, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but we have uh, put a huge amount of uh, nutrient density in it as well. And that's, and that's what's different about Superloaf. It is, um, uh, it's, uh, uh, it's a mass-produced product, but it has massive um, nutritional impacts in it. Amazing. So who, who cares? That's question two. Who cares? Well, what's what's interesting is that once upon a time, nobody seemed to care but us. But actually, um, uh, what we found is that the retailers care a lot. Uh, Food manufacturers don't seem to care very much. They aren't (laughs) that interested in innovation. But luckily, the retailers are. Mm. But but more and more, but more and more so, the um, uh, that the. Uh, that consumers are are caring, but more particular um, policymakers. So increasingly, policymakers are onto all of this. They realise that what we've been doing for the last 30, 40, 50 years in terms of nutrition isn't working, all the legislation. So the the headline here is that the calorie as a metric is wobbling. And whilst um, the food manufacturers don't seem to have noticed that, everybody else is beginning to realize that and think, aha, how can we now, we've got to deal with that fact. It's the wrong metric. That's brilliant. And so why is Superloaf amazing? Well, uh, I guess a couple of things, really. First of all, is that it's because it's the first proof of concept product on supermarket shelves that um, addresses this issue. Wow. And... Um, uh, and that people are buying and has been backed by, for example, a retailer, so M&S and Ocado, um, and it's starting to roll into other supermarkets. So, um, uh, you know, that's, that's what's important. It's a proof of concept product. But also because it, it, it's delicious. It's made on the same high-speed machines as all the other bread made in the Western world mm-hmm. and beyond, um, and, and yet it's packed with nutrition. And you know, on the face of it, that's an impossibility. We've defied gravity to be able to do that. But that's been part of the challenge, yeah. the processing challenges and things like that. So it's, um, uh, you know, uh, it, that's why it's amazing. And it tastes great. I mean, that is the ultimate, isn't it? You know, you yeah. want to have it as you toast every morning and for every yeah. lunch. No, no, children, you know, children love it as well, families. And that is absolutely key to this. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So can you tell us a little bit about um, the impact that this product and your approach is creating, is having on families? Because you said, though, other children like it and families like it. And so what, so this must be a health impact. It must be an education impact. What what impact is it having? How do you describe well, it? Well, the reason we started with bread is because it's actually the staple food of the, you know, of the Western world uh, or the industrial loaf is. And um, so uh, it's also the hardest product. But uh, uh, the reason we did it was because if we could crack bread, then we could, uh, and bakery generally, we could move into other food categories quite quickly and easily. Uh But what we're finding at family level is that... um, um, I mean, we did a survey recently among consumers and found that 67% of people, when you ask them the question, have you ever considered uh, you know, changing uh, the, the, your relationship with bread because of health reasons? And 67 people spontaneously said yes. 
And there's a massive gap in the market. There's an awareness that these packaged staple foods, are, whilst we need them, are fundamentally unhealthy for us. Um, and, uh, and people would love to see change. And, um, and, and, and that's what we've created here. Oh. And so how, what has the feedback been like from your customers? Oh, I mean, well, there's the, uh, there were two levels, really. One is the psychological one, because we've seen this all the way through with our customers, uh, whereby people will tell us that Superloaf has changed their lives. Right. And we know that that's, that's, that can't be a literal fact uh, biologically, but psychologically it is. And what they mean is I found my brand. I didn't know I needed it until I saw it. Now I've got it. I don't want to lose it. But physiologically, what it's doing to people is that um, the, the ingredients that we have in Superloaf are designed um, to work at all sorts of different levels. So these are all natural ingredients that will um, reduce the blood glucose impact. So slow that down massively. It also affects how fats are metabolized and how everything is processed through your liver as well. Again, slowing everything down is the key to all of that. It means fewer calories are ingested because again through slowing everything down and then but that's all in kind of upper digestion and then when you move on to lower digestion um, where your gut microbiome is and that's 200 million years of mammalian evolution has mm -hmm. created this chemical factory of uh, 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 that is so incredibly powerful and brilliant and yet it is being literally completely ignored by the current food system and it, it's that that keeps our immune system um, uh, up and running like a pharmacy, protecting us from illness. And, um, uh, and so within Superloaf, we have a really powerful prebiotic impact in it for your gut microbiome. So that's principally around fibers, but not all fibers do the same job. So we call them optimized fibers, viscous right. and fermentable ones, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and also bioactive compounds that we then ferment and amplify all of their benefits. So that's probably a bit too much detail for you, Laura, but um, <laughs> uh, that, that's what's going on in it. But presumably we can find out more um, by looking at your website and we'll put the website details and stuff in the, in the show notes, right? We can do that. Uh, yes. I mean, we are still a little bit limited on all of that because at the moment our only interface at that level is with a consumer buying Superloaf. If we were to sort of unpick all of our technology and IP and everything and try and put it online, uh, it's, it's an overwhelming task. And we've got to do it soon, and we will do. Yeah. But um, basic, there's only basic information about Superloaf at the moment because we're, it's still really a soft launch for all of these platform technologies that we're kind of, uh, you know, bringing to life. And so, um, so Superloaf is your first one. Are you able to tell us what might be the second one or is that the top secret? No, 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 no. We're broadening out into bakery. I mean, I have to say that M&S have been fantastically supportive. They're very progressive. So they will back us to do a whole range of um, bakery products. So that would, you know, obviously include things like, you know, wraps and buns, but sweet bakery as well. Biscuits. And we've oh. just won another government grant, a brilliant one, actually to uh, move our technology out of bakery 
and across into other food categories like pasta, ready meals, breakfast cereal, we're working with yogurt, all sorts of other things as well. And and that's where it gets starts to get really, really exciting that a family can embrace a whole range of products that can make a real difference to their daily health. And you can put a meal together then, can't you? I mean, not, I'm not yeah. saying that bread and, you know, toast and marmalade is not a whole meal, but, like, you know, you can't live on toast, <laughs> toast and marmalade. So it'd be really exciting if you can actually get to put a whole family meal together using food that isn't, you know, this UPF kind of... Yeah, and, 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 and consistently. And, I mean, the thing about all of this is, of course, is that big food is our friend, not our enemy. I mean, we want to work with them. We are working with them. And um, and so, you know, even if they don't know it yet, we are actually their friend. And that's, you know, that's our business strategy and plan. So we're doing license deals with lots of manufacturers. So we've got one in place now, the second one about to be signed and about three more um, uh, sort of in discussion. And that's how we're going to progress. We don't make anything ourselves. We work with large manufacturers who have uh, preferably a global presence to start developing products and brands around our as I say, our, our alternative um, nutrition concept. Yeah, but that's great, right? Because it allows the benefits of what you've developed to get to more people in a quicker way. Um, yeah, you know, in a in a fast in a more in a yeah in a faster way, and perhaps in a more holistic way as you start to develop the the super. Uh, uh, absolutely. I mean, it's not easy. Um, no. We haven't taken on an easy job here, um, and sometimes we we wonder why we've allowed it to sort of our horizons to grow so much but to be honest we have no choice I mean this is a a podcast about impact and positive social change and that's what drives every single one of us in our company we're a small team we've all made sacrifices to be in this position and it's because we are driven you know motivated by positive social change yeah and so um thinking back to when you first started now you're now you're kind of down the down the road um do you have any inspirational hints and tips for anyone thinking about starting their own version not necessarily well, it, Baker, but their yeah, own. yeah and it's funny i mean um i mean it's a it's a question lots of people want to ask about you know tips and things like that but yeah. i can honestly say i think the the biggest um my biggest insight i think on all of this is that this this business was born out of um uh, you know, the, the, the uh, a vulnerability, if I want to put it that way. Um, my co-founder, Melissa, um, this all started in a chemo ward and uh, an incident on a chemo ward around food. And uh, at the same time, I was in a very vulnerable place myself. Um, but uh, and and trying to deal with 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 a, with a tragic loss and out of that is where this was born. And, and what I would say is I think that vulnerability is actually, you know, the birthplace of creativity and invention and a lot of goodness. And I think that that's what I would encourage people to embrace because it's counterintuitive. Yeah, I, I um, haven't heard it explained that way before. The idea of embracing your vulnerability and using that as the springboard to do something great as a... As a um... As a, as a catalyst almost yeah and not to be scared of um being in that place to see it as that like i say as a birthplace of uh, of creativity and goodness so uh yeah oh that's really amazing that's really amazing 
And on that note, I think probably we'll wrap up for today, but we'll put links and everything in the show notes below so people can find out more about the modern baker and we'll put links to Superloaf as well so people can try it for themselves. And um, I look forward to hearing about the next stage of your journey. Yeah, and if I can just say thanks, Laura, because to be honest, if you scour the podcast um, scene, Horizon, um, there are just no, uh, no podcasts dedicated to positive social change and impact and so forth and that's why I support this I think it's such a good uh, thing that you're doing here because everything is much woollier around the edges and broad yeah. you're very focused you you just mm -hmm. want to tease this out and I think that's really valuable so thank you for letting us participate oh brilliant thanks yeah thank you and um yeah good luck can't wait to see where the modern baker goes Fantastic. thanks Laura thanks then bye Thanks for listening to the Impact Interviews. If you enjoyed this episode, then please check out our back catalogue. And if you have any questions for either us or our guests, then please be sure to get in touch. We'll be back next week with something new. So see you soon.